he is he is a Disney Cruise Line fan for life and he's only five. So we're in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> everybody to this week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by My Path Unwinding Travel and uh Sam we got a banner day of recording today it's our first of two recordings we're doing today you you ready for the marathon not a sprint today i guess in honor of marathon weekend when we're recording yes i am totally ready and i'm well caffeinated i've got a sweet cream cold brew right next to me instead of Oof. my usual topo chico so. <laughs> wow, you know it's a big day when Sam's going. Sw- I've never heard you have a sweet cream cold brew before. Oh, so I definitely have. I definitely is that why the whole house is vibrating right now? Is that is that you? <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've said on the show before. I think my autobiography would be called "Life at the Bottom of a Venti Cold Brew." So uh, <laughs> I am definitely a caffeine addict, but. We're excited because, one, we've got a great family here who's going to chat with us about their time on The Wish, but it was also a very merry time sailing. It was also their first sailing on Disney Cruise Line. And for several of them, it was their first cruise ever. And for all of them, it was their first cruise in at least 20 years. So we got first time cruising. We got the Disney Wish from a first timer's perspective. And we got the Disney Wish at a very merry time cruise, which uh, if the online chat was to be believed, could be a potentially divisive topic out there. So we're excited <laughs> for this show. And we have to start by welcoming Dave and Kristen to the show. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yes. Hi. Yeah, we're excited to chat with you guys today. We always start our show. I mean, I've already given away the the answer here, but <laughs> tell us about your Disney cruising background. You have none, but tell us about your background with Disney overall. Like what made you choose a Disney cruise uh, and and your love of Disney? Um, let's see. I grew up working in a theme park. It wasn't Disney, but growing Ooh. up outside Chicago, it was Six Flags. Oh, um, cool. So I spent three years working at a theme park during college, loved it in the entertainment part. So that led me to a friend of mine moved to LA and he's like, you got to come out and come to Disneyland. I had never been. <gasps> so my first time at Disney, any park was 2003, I think. Wow. So in my early 20s yeah. and I'm like, this thing is great. How have I never been here before? <laughs> Where's this been? <laughs> and so it took off from there. I had been to Disneyland three, four times. I've never been to Disney World until three years ago. We don't talk about that. I know. <laughs> you went without me. I went, I had a day off of work in Orlando oh, and two coworkers and I went and she was not thrilled. I checked. It counts as irreconcilable differences. <laughs> yes, yes, it totally does. It, that is grounds for divorce, Dave. I'm sorry. Um, we worked through it. We worked through it. It's okay. <laughs> you it was a lot process. of counseling. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but that was only a time at World, right? That Other was. Than- other than us taking our kids three years ago, three yeah. years ago. Oh, and wow. The, the one time right before that. Yeah. You have two kids. Is that right? Boys, we girls, two boys. two boys. They're eight and five, almost nine and five. Oh, wow. Okay. Awesome. Nine and five. Well, Kristen, we need to hear your, we know you have a prior cruise, but it was a long time ago. So I want to hear that and also your Disney background. Absolutely. I, yes, I did. I did go on a cruise also early twenties. So I'm um, dating myself here, but about a million years ago. And it, it was not Disney, obviously. So that was through. Can we can we say the cruise line, or do we? Have yes, to tell of you? course. Yeah, same absolutely. place, Arendelle, and <laughs> Disney ish. No, so we went on a Norwegian cruise. A bunch of girlfriends and I went ahead, and so it was a little different kind of atmosphere, but it was a great experience. So I did have a little bit of an understanding um, and a little bit of a sort of a standard, low maybe, but a standard nonetheless for kind of what to expect going into this. But from a Disney perspective, I was the opposite of Dave. I did grow up going to Disney periodically. My grandparents lived in LA, so we got to go. My first experience was Disneyland as a really small Mm -hmm. child. Um, And then we did do the sort of obligatory family trip, the long drive from the Midwest down to Florida to do Disney World. And I've been since, you know, as a teenager and as an adult for conferences and things like that. So I have had a lot of introduction to Disney that way. It hits differently as an adult, as a single adult, and then as a parent as mm-hmm. well. So, but I've been, you know, happily uh, surprised at each experience. So, what made you guys choose this cruise? Well, first, I guess, what made you guys choose to cruise, and what made you guys choose to cruise Disney on Disney? I think that was my doing. Having never been on a cruise, I've always talked about it. I was like, we should do a cruise. Like, we should go on a cruise, and then finally. I forgot what it was. I probably saw something on the wish like, oh, it's going to, that's right. It comes out this summer. We booked back in May. Something like that. Something like May. And 
was just poking around. I was like, well, what about this? They do a short three or four night. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, no, there was no poking about. Hold on. Back this up. <laughs> <laughs> I think the word, you're, nice. the word you're forgetting to introduce here is called obsession. Maybe. Because there, it, and it was the marriage of two obsessions. One was the, getting into cruising and the other one was Disney. So it really mm-hmm. was the perfect marriage for you. Okay, maybe. Sounds kind of familiar. Hmm. Uh You had really wanted to go cruising like you said, and that's absolutely true. But as soon as we started seeing things for the wish, particularly the Star Wars pieces of it, there's a long, I can pull Mm. up the texts. There are a lot of emails and text messages from the middle of work, out of middle of nowhere. Bing, look what they have. Bing, that would be fun. Bing, would you consider? Bing, what about? So this was. I this love was that a, Kristen has all the receipts. I love this. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> this is a little more of a, a more obsessive journey than as casual as perhaps you may have portrayed it. But go on. <laughs> probably, probably true. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. It was all my doing. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love I it. Showed up. So it's amazing how it's always it's always our fault. I, 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 it yeah. is right. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, that's you know. No, it wasn't fault. And I was happy to let you take the lead because that's you know that's the unspoken contract in our marriage. I do lots of great things for this home and our family and our marriage, and I love the part I play. But thank you, and I give you all the credit for doing the vacation planning. It is not my forte, <laughs> nor is it one I want to take on. So I'm all for it. That also sounds suspiciously familiar. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I don't know if this comes through in the show, but Brian does 100% of our vacation (laughs) planning and sort of facilitating the plan. Frequently initiating those conversations. Yes. Usually, usually while on a Disney ship planning a, yes. another cruise, yes. uh, four cruises yeah. from then. But yeah. Right. Uh, well, and then yeah. the airline and the hotel stuff, all that stuff, that's all Brian's doing. I don't think the planning vacation part is my forte at all. <laughs> As Maui would say, you're welcome. I want to hear all about this cruise. So you decided to book Disney Cruise Line, but what made you decide to go after The Wish? Uh, Maybe one question we haven't asked is, where are you coming from to sail? Are you already in Florida or are you having to travel down? We are in the Midwest, just outside of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. Okay. So a a lengthy drive if we decided we wanted to do that, but we quickly decided no. Although this year that would have been a good safety net to have. I'll just say. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <Very different. laughs> um, so we, you know, planned on that. What made us decide on the wish for me, I think it was probably a little bit of the star Wars mm-hmm. aspect to it mm. because I grew up as a star Wars kid, all the movies I'm, I'm all in on star Wars. Yes. I do have a few thoughts on the hyperspace lounge, but seeing that, <laughs> just, a few. just a few, but yeah, I think that's kind of what led me to the wish and then just seeing what all they had and looking at the kids club, um, knowing that yes. they had a Star Wars part there for the boys, which they're just getting through all the movies. Simon's been through all the movies, so he loves it. Max is into Star Wars now and Marvel. Oh, yeah. So big Avengers fans. Big Avengers, Spider-Man, that kind of thing. So they're all in for those. You're going to have trouble taking them on one of the other ships because the kids club on the wish is like no other. I mean, I'm not saying the kids clubs are bad on the other ships. They're not. They're still wonderful. But the wish is like another level of kids club, in in my opinion. But maybe if you can get them on like a Marvel Day at Sea or something, which I know they're I know they're sailing Marvel Day at Sea again. And so that might be a good one to try for for the boys if they're into the yeah. if they're into the Avengers. Yeah. They I think are. they've decided the same thing that there's we we started too high. We should have started lower <laughs> yes. and worked our way up. Because yes. our youngest who has immediately joined the obsession <laughs> has already asked when we can go on the treasure. Yeah. It's either <laughs> gonna be the wish or the treasure. He will only do like the next level up or equal. Yeah. So we set that bar a little bit too high. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> okay. Well we'll just have to check out all the sh- different ships and make sure yes. it all compare and contrast. Yes, for, for sure. For Absolutely. Sure. For science, research for science, purposes. for research purposes, right. <laughs> and what, what was the process like that your know, first time booking a cruise, doing the activity booking, all the stuff leading up to actually getting on the cruise? Uh, I, th- I think we're hearing more and more that, uh, well, Disney Cruise Line is not anywhere near as complicated as going to a Disney park. It's certainly getting slightly more stressful to plan these kinds of things. But how did you find it in terms of the booking and activities and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, we used a, a travel agent three years ago. And so I reached out to them again and said, hey, do you guys do the cruises as well as the parks? And they said, yes, we do. So we had a little help there. We kind of knew what we wanted to do. I said, hey, we're looking at this on the wish, maybe this weekend, maybe this one. And so they kind of helped me narrow it down and pick and choose what works with availability at the parks for hotels after and 
doing the cruise before. So then we nailed down the first weekend of December maritime cruise on the wish. So definitely had a little bit of help, but overall, I'd say the process was pretty smooth as far as booking and knowing when you had to get the final payment in and when we could sign up to do all the fun things. And I think ours was 60 days being first time cruisers. In terms of your booking windows, yeah, as a new cruiser, you would have been last in line. Did you get what you wanted? I mean, it's a three-night cruise and you're going to Nassau. So there's you know, maybe one day of doing a shore excursion, maybe. And then uh, you know, I doubt you would have booked adult dining, but perhaps maybe a brunch or something. But did, did you get what you wanted or was everything kind of just blocked out? Uh, well, so I would say we were really lucky in the sense that we had agreed ahead of time we were not going to leave the ship for our first day in Nassau. I, mm-hmm. We've been to the Bahamas. I've never been when it hasn't rained. I There's <laughs> not as much to do there. And we were excited and the boys were really excited to see everything and experiencing everything on the ship. And mm-hmm. it's hard to cram that in with a, a day excursion and whatnot. We knew we wanted to keep time to do Castaway. And so we took that first day um, at Nassau and just stayed on board and did everything we could there. So we were lucky in that perspective. However, there were a few things mom and dad wanted to do that we couldn't quite get into. Uh, you know, maybe some of the, what was it, like an old-fashioned tasting. The old-fashioned tasting for me. Um, yeah. yeah. We were looking for that. But. We thought about doing a, a spa package. I'm glad we didn't, you know, for sure that the minute you sign up for a massage, the kids are going to call from a kids club and there goes that. <laughs> How to guarantee it in two easy steps. And right. so, you know, we didn't do some of those things necessarily, but I didn't, I wasn't discouraged by it. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, Dave. I know there were a few things we were like, oh, if only we could have gotten into XYZ, but... I think overall, I kind of knew we wouldn't have a lot being in the the shorter window as first-time cruisers. And we didn't do uh, Paolo or Enchante, just kind of knowing that probably wouldn't have a whole lot of time for it. It's definitely on the list for the next one. For this one, yeah, we kind of knew that wouldn't be part of it. Um, I did get into a rum tasting, so that was good. And we did do... An excursion at Castaway for the stingrays. stingrays. We fed the stingrays. Well, we, we, the parents fed the stingrays. The boys flipped out (laughs) at the last minute. They put on all the garants and just noped out of there and said, "Uh uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. We did it once and both Nathan and I noped out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The boys were like, yes, that sounds great. Let's do it. And then they got there and they're like, there's fish in the water. We're like, that's yep. where they live. That, that's what <laughs> happens in They're the like, ocean. No, we don't, we don't want to go in there. I think, you know, they've done the aquarium <laughs> bit where you take one finger and you can touch the stingray right. as it flaps underneath you. And they're like, great, it's just a bigger version of it. No, yeah. no, it's not. It's not. Speaking of the boys, I wanted to understand, how did they learn about you taking this cruise? And did you do anything with them to sort of prepare them for what a cruise would be like? We decided to tell them. Uh, we weren't sure if we'd surprise them this time or tell them. So we did tell them just to kind of give them the heads up. Like, here's what it is. It's brand new. But there was a lot of watching videos on the ships, Mm -hmm. what other cruise ships look like, what this one might look like. And then once everybody's starting getting pictures and videos, and you guys included, from the summer and the inaugural sailings, like, guys, here's what it looks like. They were beyond excited. They were just ready to go every day. They're like, can we look at the countdown? Can we look at the countdown countdown on the app? So they were always looking at the countdown. I think it's super smart the way you prepared them. And I also think it's super smart the way you set your own expectations, you know, with the adult dining stuff on not just on the wish, but on any cruise. If you're doing a, you know, a three night, it's really hard to get any adult dining, in, you know, over those sort of that short of a time period. And you don't have a lot of time to do it or a lot of options for those adult dining times. But honestly, it's nice to get to experience main dining. And you also don't know how your kids are going to react when it comes to going to the kids club. So I think setting the expectations is very, very smart, not just for their kids, but for yourselves as well. And now that we know, I will ditch them in a heartbeat and schedule adult dining. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I want to come back for a second and just ask, you flew down. Did you go down a day early at least? Did you have any time in the parks? Like, What was the travel down like? And what did you do before the cruise? We went down. So the cruise left on a Friday. We went down Thursday. Good job. You know, nice, relaxing (laughs) time. Left plenty of room in case... Any travel issues arose. We have PTSD um, from our last trip to Disney where our oh flight gosh. was delayed while we were on the runway. So oh. we we definitely left at O Dark 30 on Thursday. So lots of time. <laughs> so yeah, got down there, no problem. Stayed in Cocoa Beach. We rented a car, drove out. Yeah, had a nice relaxing dinner, plenty of time to get 
you know, sleep, nice breakfast the next morning. So yeah, definitely recommend going ahead of time rather than the rush of trying to do a day of. It made such a difference. We didn't have to panic about getting up super early or about wondering what shuttle was going to take us and were they on time and all this other stuff. And we debated going to the parks first and then the ship. That would have put us in the Thanksgiving time frame, and that would have been just too much for us. But mm-hmm. we talked about this a lot. Would you do it before or after? I totally understand the merit of going beforehand and then the cruise becomes sort of this downtime and a relaxation. You don't have to worry about where you're going or what you're going to eat for dinner. It's all planned for you. But I will say that for us, it worked out better to have the the cruise first and the parks after because there was such a letdown at the end. Our boys and even myself, we were all Mm -hmm. so sad when it was over. And so we had something really to look forward to after the fact. That is a good point. Yeah, we we just did that ourselves over the Christmas holidays. We, you know, went on a back-to-back cruise at, on the Wonder and then we went to Disneyland for a couple of days and it helped knowing we weren't going home. We were still very very sad to be leaving the ship. All right, well, you get to the port, the kids catch their first sight of Disney's newest ship and uh squeals of joy from the car, uh awe and amazement. What what was the mood like as you pulled up to Port Canaveral? Oh yeah. I don't remember exactly what he said in the shuttle from the rental car, but there was definitely the whoa or something along those lines. And it got a chuckle out of the driver. Yeah, they lost uh, their minds. They just a bit. thought it was just the best thing ever. I think the funny part was there are obviously other ships there too from other lines. And so mm-hmm. we, as we drove through, we kind of saw different lines and then caught up to the wish. And so mm. it was just, it mounted because that one's bigger. That one's bigger. That one has Mickey Mouse. That's ours. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Super excited. Lots of squeals. (laughs) How was the embarkation process getting on the ship? And it sounds like you got on with enough time to get some things taken care of. But but what, what was embarkation like in boarding for you? I thought it was really smooth. We had an 1145 arrival time. Nice. Um, and boarding group nine. I think for we, first time for first time sailing, that's that's not terrible. And frankly, they they roll through those boarding groups pretty quick. They did. It was super quick. Yeah. I, I was trying to prepare the boys again. I'm like, we're going to be in line. You're going to have to carry your backpacks. It's going to take a little. What do you mean we're on? What? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was not, it was crazy. Yeah, we got there and got on and, you know, walked through the line. Here's our passports checked in. Great. Head up the escalator and wait for boarding group nine. I think when we got to the top of the escalator, they were already one through eight. Yeah, they were. And we're like, "Uh, boys, we're going to be next. Take a quick look around because then we're going to go. By the time we got off the rental car shuttle to the time they called our group was maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah. That's really good. That's really good. I want to travel like that for everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It was great. What what kind of room did you book on board? Did you get the... Like a veranda room or, or yeah, what kind of room did you go for? <laughs> we thought about the veranda and then we realized our youngest Max is very um, adventurous. adventurous. Yes. Mm. And we're like, probably not the best idea. So yeah. we did the deluxe family ocean view room. I will say for future and for folks out there, because we hear this a lot about, you know, verandas and kids. Disney is actually pretty good about they have a lock on the door up really high. Uh, and it's like one of those bolt locks. So the door itself locks, but then they have another lock that you can engage as a child lock. So pretty hard for kids to defeat that lock. Not impossible. Uh, but they have thought through that issue. And I'd also say the verandas are... I don't know, Sam. What do you think? I think they're pretty hard to climb on the way they've designed them. So they they've taken are. a lot of precautions. Not a reason yeah. not to be cautious. Not a reason to let your young child out there unsupervised. Uh, but, but they have thought through that issue a little bit. If your child is a mastermind, uh, all bets are off. So, right. Uh, right. so yeah. Ours, yeah. We, and we joked it would have been like, you know, challenge accepted on his part. Right. So I think he would have been fine. I think we would have too. Mm-hmm. It just, we didn't want to have to even think about it. So yep. this made sense. But having wandered the decks, having seen some of the veranda rooms, you know, after the fact, I agree. I think we would be fine doing that in the future. I think when we walked around that first day, I immediately was calm and had a sense of ease. I wasn't worried about the kids trying out anything fun and adventurous. So um, (laughs) I wouldn't worry about it in general either. But not knowing, you know, going into it, you're kind of like, let's just take one more piece off the table that we don't exactly. Well, what did you do first once you got on board? And and they have the greeting into the atrium. Was that a fun experience for the family? That was. 
I loved it. It was great. They're like, oh, the Trout family. We're like, oh, this is great. And we walk into that, the grand hall. That grand hall is amazing. Oh my gosh. And of course, it's decked out for Christmas. So there's a giant golden foil looking tree in the middle of everything. And then you have the balcony there. I think we had Cinderella. Cinderella. Cinderella and uh, waving and greeting everybody. And um, we got there right in time because we were the ninth group to do the, the star. You mm-hmm. have your wand, your magic wand, oh, and make, we light yeah, the star and make a wish. And so it was just, it all came together really, really well. <laughs> nice. Were they clapping in the atrium? Because uh, the sailings we've done on the wish, it's the entry has been a little different from what I'll call the classic ships or the legacy ships to the wish and that they don't have like the line of cast and crew who are there clapping as you pour. But did they, did they have that? No, they didn't. I think, mm. I think partly because they were handing out the magic wands and they yep. were just going to do the ramp yep. up, the ramp up for the wish. Yeah, I think the the wishing star thing is really why they don't probably have that clapping, Brian, because it's like every every I don't know ten minutes or something they're doing the wishing star thing, and so mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's just a slightly different entry experience on the ship. Even though you still get your name announced, it's just a little bit different on the wish than the, the other ships. So we you didn't all went get our wands either, so we were a little oh, confused. Right. So oh, no. I think they, must, they, they ran out. And so they were going to restock their arms or whatever. We walked in and everyone's waving wands. We're like, what's going on? And the boys no. are asking, where do we buy those? Oh, <laughs> did That's you get them later? So we did. I walked did. over and asked. Okay, them. good. We didn't get any. They're like, oh, how many do you need? We're like, uh, six, uh, two, three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys went to the kids club after that, I know, to check it out and to the and to hyperspace lounge to check that out. Uh, wondering what the first impression were of those spaces yeah they because right across from where you walk in is where the slide is so they Mm -hmm. saw the grand hall and then they caught glimpse of the slide forget it and they were like let's go come on let's go Uh, (laughs) i think simon was down the slide before we even had a chance to say right who are you okay well there goes that one and we're here trying to coax them look at the tree look at this giant gingerbread (laughs) castle okay well there goes one and then it was just catching up at that point so awesome Uh, yeah so we were down and so we got to take the slide too yeah because we can do that during open house yeah so you mentioned the Christmas decorations on board, and these were a bit divisive within the Disney cruising community in terms of what they've seen on the legacy ships and even what we experienced on the Wonder. So let me ask you, first time Disney cruisers, the ship is quote unquote decked out for Christmas. What did you think of the decorations on board and how, how decked out was the ship. I'm a little nervous that they've been, shall we say, skimping on the wish because it does the shorter cruises. So I'm, I'm curious what you thought about the decorations. Here it comes. You're, I was going to say, you're not wrong in that <laughs> aspect of skimping. The Grand Hall was decked out. Um, mm-hmm. Garland and the tree and everything. And they played music. They did. And they had a huge, like I said, like a gingerbread castle that was kind of tucked into a corner. And I can understand why. Because you don't want anyone knocking into it. I that honestly was my favorite thing to check every day. Is it still standing? Is it still standing? Is it still standing? <laughs> but yeah, those were all decked out. Outside of that, there wasn't a lot outside of the Grand Hall. I think Arendelle had a few decorations. It's hard to tell with that space though if those were part of the regular setup. But there were a few wreaths here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, yeah, he's right. There really wasn't anything else. And there really wasn't a castaway either. No. Oh, and I, I hear rumor is that it's different than what is generally available. I think there's usually like a Sandman, uh, sand, Sandman, not a snowman. Yeah, <laughs> I don't a sand know that. Snowman. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. It looks like a snowman. It's it's not actually made of sand, but it is like a I don't know a statue, whatever you want to call it. But yeah, they usually have like a snowman statue thing, thing of a jig on the island, and it's decked out. And I, I'm curious, was the kids club at all decorated for Christmas? Because when we were on the Wonder, just you know, a couple weeks ago, that was like garlands everywhere in all the dining rooms there were garlands on all of like sort of the posts in the dining rooms and then there were garlands in the kids club as well and so it was really quite decked out not just in the atrium of course the atrium was the most christmas decked out yeah no i don't remember oh, much at all like at marvel there wasn't anything i don't think mm-hmm. so 1923 no maybe no. in the front we were right at the tail end of a hurricane as well it had just passed through the last one maybe two two weeks prior. And that really impacted things at the parks and it impacted things, you know, for the weather around us too. So I don't know if that played a part in this. I know that 
we were talking, we, a family friend of ours who we met at the parks as a cast member. And she said that it's messed with a lot of things there. Like they have a whole new crop of mosquitoes that they don't usually have this time of year. It's unseasonably hot. It, we were there mm-hmm. December 1st and it was 87. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. It, yeah. And it's, and it consistently so, and it's usually, I think, closer to low seventies, maybe mid seventies. Also found that impact from the cruise itself. And we can come back and touch on this later if you want, but I know one of the complaints was the motion. We yeah. had huge, huge winds, winds uh, for the first two days. And even that Thursday when we landed, they were phenomenally big. And there was question as to whether or not we would even be able to make port for Nassau or Castaway at that point. So that had some impact too. And it made the ship toss and turn quite a bit more. So for anybody who was a first time cruiser there, probably set the wrong tone. (laughs) Usually you don't feel anything. It's smooth as butter. You you might feel the engine turn on. You Mm -hmm. might notice a little bit of motion, especially if you look outside and you can put the two and two together that you're moving. But this one, we were stumbling in the hallways. Yeah, there was was some wobble going on. Wow. I don't know. I'm speculating. I don't know how much that played a part in any of the stuff on Castaway. I could see that for sure. And our Facebook group even mentioned like cruisers who have done it many times. They were like, we are missing, you know, a whole bunch of stuff on Castaway. It just didn't Mm. seem what it normally is. So I'm not, not sure what caused that to be, but we did get to meet Santa. So that was nice. They had Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus there and we got to go and meet them and have a nice sit and chat with them. And when I say we, I mean our children, of course. And (laughs) we on Castaway or on Castaway (laughs) or on the ship? On the ship. On the ship. On the ship itself. And they had, we were laughing because they had a big stand set up for cookies and hot chocolate and people were in their PJs to get pictures with Santa. And I think we were there for about a half an hour and the cookies and hot chocolate were there for about 10 minutes. They set it up (laughs) and then it was gone. (laughs) And so people were rushing out of the line to go get this and and try and scoop up their cookies and hot chocolate for the experience. But even some of that was really (laughs) rushed and forced. Well, I'm curious to hear what you thought about some of the aspects of the wish. And so why don't I start with the pools? Pools have been a little divisive. Did you have good enough weather to actually use the pools? And what did you think? Um, We did, except Simon, our oldest, he's the one that used the pools. (laughs) (laughs) We got on the ship and then we went up onto the pool deck after the tour of the kids club and we did the Aquamouse. So that, oh, was, nice. that was on our list to do it and see what it's like. And I enjoyed it. It was a little cool with the, with the breeze and then... 30 mile an hour winds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with breeze, the windy whatever. day and the ship moving, which added to it. And so we kind of knew what to expect, I think. Like, okay, it's a water slide. There's going to be water. <laughs> yeah. uh, the boys, as Simon could probably tell you, he liked the Aquamouse. He didn't like the water jets. Mm. <laughs> Why do they keep spraying at me? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> He's like, I like the cartoons. I didn't like the water jets. He kept yeah. coming back to the water jets, but not a fan. Um, Max a fan loved it though. I really thought Simon would love it. Max would hate it. And they flipped on us as yeah. kids so do. So yeah. keeping us on our toes. They loved it, but they were cold. We're like, let's go again. No, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, maybe we'll go again when it's warmer. We're like, it's warmer. okay, it may not get warmer. And then Simon jumped into a pool. And then he actually jumped into a pool the next day. They're small. Nassau Port Day. And, you know, they're small and they're grouped really by sort of the the height of the pool, I guess you would say. Um, and they're spread out. So I guess that's nice, you know, but they're a bunch of kids jumped on top of each other in, in a small little pool. So it, it wasn't, I think the same experience you might have on a big, on a different kind of ship, a non-Disney ship. And even the adult pool was very small. We happened to walk past that one. Oh, during, I think people yeah. were taking yeah. it in shifts. <laughs> yeah. I liked, I liked how they were spread out. Yeah. It wasn't bad. So it Instead was nice. Had one big pool. I liked how you had a couple smaller ones to the back and one big one towards the front under fun illusion. I think one of our regrets is that we would have liked to have come up and just been able to sit in the pool and watch a movie or, you know, kind of hang out there a little bit more. But again, I think the weather played into that quite mm-hmm. a bit and With the, the shorter time frame. Well, what about the kids club? Did your kids love the kids club? I know you mentioned earlier they were down the slides and in the club and yeah. So what did they think? Max is still in mourning. Oh my gosh. He <laughs> would have been there sunrise to 
to sunset if we let him and past sunset. He kept telling us, you know, it goes to 1159. <laughs> I can stay. Until, he's five, you guys. So we, we considered it. I think everybody, the world at large, and certainly our family would have suffered if our children had been up until 1159. But had had they been given the opportunity, they absolutely would have taken it. Oh Max <laughs> cried, literally cried the last day when we had to take him out that when night. they took the band so. off, yeah. Oh, and they took the band off. Oh, that makes he misses me so kids sad. club so much. <laughs> yeah, si- Simon enjoyed it, but he also a couple nights we went to see the shows. Mm-hmm. He chose to go see the show as opposed to going to kids club. Max oh, is cool. like, I'm going to kids club. See you guys yeah. later. And I love that that they felt comfortable enough to be independent of one another, mm-hmm. uh, which is helpful because we're at that strange age where the next time we go back, Simon may be in the tweens club. So as long as they're comfortable enough in their own space. And Simon did well. He, you know, even after the show, there were times where he's like, I'll go join Max now. That'd be fun. And you guys go do something. We're like, if we must, I guess. (laughs) Um, He was happy enough to do that. And it was funny on the last night, they had spent the day at the the key and Simon was playing with other kids on the shoreline, chasing fish, doing whatever. And we go down there to drop off and he sees other kids and they're, he's like, you know, hey, Bobby, hey, Jimmy, hey, Joey. And they're doing complicated, you know, fist bumps and handshakes that only kids know. And he's got this whole crew of people that he's met and made friends with at this club. So Aww. it was really nice that they had their their truly their own space. Mm-hmm. Hey, DCL Duo fans, you know, we get the question all the time, should I use a travel agent to book my next Disney cruise or should I just book with Disney directly? And I'm going to tell you, if you have that question in the back of your mind right now, you should stop what you're doing and head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo. The folks over at My Path Unwinding provide an amazing service. They are so knowledgeable and so friendly. We rely on them ourselves to book our family vacations and they provide an amazing service. And the best part is you don't pay anything extra for it. Disney, other tour providers and other cruise lines have built the cost of their commission into their pricing. So if you're booking directly, you are just paying that money back to the provider when you could be spending it on the kind of service you would get from My Path Unwinding Travel. You've heard from their agents on our show. They are so knowledgeable, so giving of their time. They know so much about Disney Cruise Line, Sailing Concierge, other cruise lines, other all-inclusive vacations and adventures by Disney that if you have a vacation in mind, they are the ones to book it for you. So again, head over to mypathunwinding.com slash Duo so they know we sent you their way. Thanks, My Path Unwinding, for sponsoring the show. And with that, back to our episode. Well, speaking of that adult time, what did you? Where did you spend it? The adult spaces on the Wish have been a little divisive as well, and so I'm curious, as a first time cruiser, what you thought about the adult spaces and how you would choose to spend your time when the kids were in the kids club. Well, the funny part was the first day we bought the rainforest passes because um, we did a tour of the spa, and we're like, "Sweet rainforest passes, yes." So when they're in the club, we'll go to the rainforest room. Perfect. Which we did. <laughs> Which we did until about 15 minutes in, we get the note that they want to be picked up. Ah. <laughs> uh, we're like, no, they hate it. We're so, no, they were hungry. That's yeah, all. That was uh, it. They just wanted a snack and then can we go back? So I left Kristen <laughs> in the rainforest and said, all right, you stay. I'll go get the kids. So we went up to the, the deck and grabbed ice cream and hung out there. When we had the adult time and they were in the kids club, we went and found the adult pool uh, and the Cove Cafe back there and just to check that out. Meh. The pool was kind of tiny. We were kind of shocked. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of people in it. We're like, I don't know that I'd go in there with everybody pretty much standing in there and standing on the sides and... And I'll just, I'll be really the blunt one here and say, I don't, I don't know if we had enough alcohol to have joined the rest of the group on that party. I felt like we were, we were either too old or we were missing something. I don't know. There were a yeah. lot of drinks on the side of the adult. We, we missed the memo. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little weird. I think the, the vibe in the adult pool on the wish, because it's like, I don't know. It just isn't seems like to be more of a party atmosphere than yeah. on the other ships. Just to let you guys mm-hmm. know, like other ships, the especially the Wonder and the Magic have such an amazing adult pool area. Even even the Fantasy and the Dream have great adult pool areas. They're just kind of split up into two different areas. Yeah, on for some reason on the Wish, it seems like it had a more party atmosphere, and I don't know if that's because of the setup or or what that is. But yeah, we we do not enjoy that pool area either. But we checked it off the list. So we went, we saw, we did. Eh. Yeah, we grabbed a drink. It was fine. No sat problem. Sat out over, over Nassau. It was still nice. If you're going to sit still somewhere, this is a really good place to do it. So it wasn't a problem at all. And then we did bingo of all things. We did. Oh! 
We went all the way to a cruise to play bingo. <laughs> bingo is usually played in Luna. What did you think of the Luna space? It was good. Um, it was interesting that there was no way to get from the balcony to the stage area, mm-hmm. which I thought, like, how does this work? Like, if you win bingo, do you have to go down to the stage? Which I found out later, you don't have to. But it, <laughs> that's the way my mind was working. Like, okay, if you, Zip line. If you call bingo, how do you go down and whatever? How do you, do you have to show them your tablet or whatever your card? And then they're like, no, you have people here. And I was like, okay, that makes more sense. But it was a little odd that you'd have a stage with a balcony and no way to get there without going all the way out, go down and around and then come back in. But the setup was nice and you could see everything from pretty much every angle because we were there a couple of times and we got to try different, try different spaces. And eventually actually we had to go pick up the kids from kids club and they enjoyed wa- watching the process too. Yeah. And they came back to like, we want to see bingo. I'm like, okay. Okay. What yeah. did you guys think of the, um, of the rainforest room? I know you, you, it's, it sounds like that's at least where you were able to spend some daytime hours when the kids were at the kids club. What, yeah. what, what were your impressions? It was, it's gorgeous. First of all, it really, all of it is. And it's, it's serene and it's really nice. The first day that we were there, we thought, okay, well, we're ahead of the curve. We know everyone's going to go on, on excursions or off ship. So, and we walked in, we're like, nope, chock full, completely full. <laughs> everyone's here, which is fine. <laughs> we were able to find a nice chair outside, like a swing and hang out there for a little bit of time. And it was, it was fine. We, I think we got to try out the steam room and the sauna. And, and I say we, I think that was mostly me to try <laughs> out the showers and things like that. So we, we tried to get our, our time's worth and our money's worth in the room. But the best time I found was actually after Castaway, there were maybe six people in the entire rainforest room and deck there after, and this would have been 4.30, maybe four o'clock that afternoon. And I was pretty much on my own. I actually got one of the heated beds in the room. And when you didn't show up, I didn't notice because I had one of the heated beds in the room. So you were missed, I'm sure. I'm sure. (laughs) Forget you, Dave. It was nice. Where are you? What were your impressions of the shows? And I guess, which shows did you end up seeing? Uh, We actually saw, I saw two out of the three. Kristen, you saw all three. Mm -hmm. And little background, I have a tech theater background. That was my minor Ah. in college. Um, So I'm the guy that'll walk into a theater and start looking up Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, oh, oh, they have intelligent lighting. Okay, look over there. Oh, yeah. uh Uh-huh. Pars. Okay. I can't go anywhere with him. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I saw Seize the Adventure and Aladdin. You guys. Simon and I saw The Little Mermaid. That's right. Little Mermaid. And those two shows. On the other side of it, I'm I'm a singer, so I was I was thrilled with it. It was amazing. And mm-hmm. to do all three of those very different shows with the same cast, I was super impressed. And so was Simon. The kids actually kind of fought us. They didn't want to see Seize the Adventure that first night. They were exhausted. And mm-hmm. when kids are telling you they want to go to bed, that was an interesting argument. We're like, well, just just try this one and then we'll go straight <laughs> to bed. And so they loved it. They were really glad they did it. I think they were super excited when they found out you could get popcorn. So that made their mm-hmm. night as well. We had a lot of popcorn on this trip and <laughs> they they were in love with it. Simon was just enthralled with the Little Mermaid and then Aladdin, forget it. He was hooked. Yeah, he loved the genie. Well, and I, I love that you did go to Seize the Adventure because I, I know it is a lot. It's a long day for kids, but that show is the short one. And so that one, mm-hmm. you know, people go in thinking it's going to be an hour because I think they show it as an hour in the app, but it's only like a half hour show. I, I honestly think it's one of the best. I was really pleasantly surprised. I'm usually not a huge fan of the, um, I call them variety shows, but the one where they've created a plot and strung together, you know, a bunch of different musical numbers from different shows. But that one I think is so well done. It was great. And shout out to the cast member. I remember outside the door, Max wasn't so sure. And he's like, I don't know. I want to go see it. And so she kind of saw us working with them. And she's like, you know, it's only about a half hour, like you mentioned. And so Mm -hmm. she kind of talked him up and got him to kind of be like, okay, I'll go see it. So, And then she followed up with him after the fact and and caught up with him and said, how'd you like it? Was it good? Did you enjoy it? And so they loved that. The continuity of care from start to finish and anything that we started, they they noticed that. And for kids to pick up on that, and I swear my kids are the least observant in the world sometimes. (laughs) That was That was a really big deal from anything like that scenario where, you know, the cast member caught up with them and said, Mm -hmm. I think, what do they call them? Their crew members? Okay. Anyway, but caught up with him and to make sure that he had a good time. And then the service. And I know everybody talks about the service, but it's because it's the service. And it goes beyond just being Disney or just being a cruise line. 
our wait staff really, Max has allergies, potent allergies for eggs and for, for peanuts. And of mm. course they knew about that, but they were always checking them out. If they were working on deck somewhere else, they would stop and say hi to him. Did you get something to eat today? Did you make sure that you got something or to making Mickey Mouse ketchup Mickey Mouses for them <laughs> on their plates or making sure that they were eating enough? Or Our kids ahead. were ordering ahead. That was a huge pro thing. tip. For pro tip. Yeah. If you have allergies or any kind of, of dietary restriction, our staff made sure that we saw the menu for the next day and ordered ahead for mm-hmm. um, both breakfast and for for dinner, which was really important for Castaway. That made a huge difference there too. Mm-hmm. This was extra, really extra. We went to the hyperspace lounge and Simon ordered the blue milk, which was a little different than what you have in the parks there. I think there's a big scoop of sherbet in it. And he tried it and he just wasn't really his thing. So he politely kind of put it down and the server came back and said, are you, do you not like it? He goes, well, I I tried it. It was okay. It's not my favorite. She says, well, what do you like? Oh no, that's okay. She's like, no, what do you like? And I thought she was going to chase him out the door until he had something in him. It was like my grandmother at the dinner table. You were not going to leave until you had had something. And everybody was like that in a really positive way. We were laughing. (laughs) I love that. So yeah, this sounds like a great time to talk about the food on board. What did you think of the restaurants, the shows in the restaurants and the food in the restaurants? I thought they were good. There was one miss, which I'm sure you would probably guess after listening to a few episodes. But our first night was Marvel. The boys loved it. They were they were glued to the screens. Um, <laughs> And they, they love being able to push the button on the reactor and things like that. So they loved it. What did I have? You had the bow bun. I did. So good. So you have, oh, you had the tenderloin. Mm-hmm. That was good. I had a lemon shrimp, which was fantastic. Um, and, and you got the pasta with the, the pasta with the scallops, the scallops, which was also good. And we totally spaced and didn't realize you could order as much as you want. And we're like, oh, we'll just do one of this and one of that. Totally didn't even realize what we were doing. We're like, ah, we realized it later. You could have ordered all the desserts. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you holding out on me? I found this out on the last day, you guys. The last day. I felt cheated. I know nobody needed me to have three desserts. We'll just have to go back and do it again. Right? Yeah. And I think Simon had cheeseburgers for literally every single meal. If they had served him at breakfast, he would have had them then too. And he, (laughs) and we're not going to stop it. I mean, it's vacation, right? right? He was over the moon to have that. So Mm -hmm. go ahead, kid, have all the cheeseburgers you want. And Max had the tenders every time. Every time he could. Yeah, absolutely. I think Marvel was the right way to start for us. It was, you know, there wasn't a lot of interaction where you had to keep your eyes up all the time. You could, relax a little bit, enjoy the food and not have to worry about catching up with, you know, live action show. I think for some who were expecting more with that, maybe that would have been a disappointment. But if you, you know, want to start off with a little more casual dining or not casual, that's not the word for it, but low key, not as interactive, slower paced. Marvel was perfect for us for that Mm -hmm. first night. So I enjoyed it. And they loved seeing Ant-Man and Wasp come through and, and wave to everybody. And you can see them on the cameras or on the televisions there. So they were thrilled. Yeah. And I totally skipped over what we did for lunch, which was the Marceline Market. Nice. So we did that. We debated, do we go up to the pool deck and do like the, the festival of foods there? Or do we do Marceline? So we did Marceline. That was delicious as well, just to be able to grab whatever each person wanted. And again, they specially made chicken tenders for Max. And they're like, oh, where are you sitting? Right over there? We'll bring it out to you. Just blown exactly. away by the service. The service was phenomenal. You made all the awesome. difference. What was the miss? I'm curious what the miss was. That was night two at Arendale. Oh, Arendale. Um, we were kind of in the back. So where you come into Arendale, we were in the back left corner. Mm-hmm. almost by the windows. And we were right at the galley section. I literally could have reached over and refilled soda for anybody at the table. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah. And then the audio mix for me, the techie brain came out. And even for you, you I think anybody too. with ears had problems with um, that. The audio mix, the music and the background were overpowering the vocals. So it was hard mm-hmm. to understand the cast at times. Mm. Um, so there, were, which was okay. And then <laughs> the food was all right. It was my least favorite. Yeah. I had the ham and cheese tart and then I grabbed the ribeye steak and I'm like, perfect. And it came out and I'm like, this is prime rib as opposed to more of a steak. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. We sound like the biggest snobs we do. right now. I know, but. <laughs> no, because I actually really don't like <laughs> prime rib or, you know, and I, I, I feel you, it's not the same. Prime rib and ribeye are not the same steak and you can like one without liking the other. And so, yeah, if it's described wrong, it's. 
and you get something different that can mm-hmm. really change whether you like it. So it just, I, I don't maybe know. Maybe I'm just was... a snob too, though. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're there with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I passed it off as being, this was like our tired, cranky day, right? <laughs> You're coming off the high of day one and we've had a long day doing stuff around the ship. And I thought maybe that contributed and the motion and all of that stuff. But I don't, after seeing other people discuss it too, I felt a little bit vindicated in our opinions because yeah, we were far away. It was hard to understand. I think at one point Max leaned over and asked, what are they, I can't even understand what they're saying. I'm like, it's a Norwegian. It's fine or whatever. I made up some language and I said, you can't hear it. It's fine. They were a little disappointed. You know, I think the characters came around and waved, but we were at the end of the table and they wouldn't come over and talk. They would just kind of wave and talk to the first two chairs and that was it. So they had a coloring book and that helped entertain them a little bit. And, you know, we promised them ice cream afterwards or popcorn or something. And so they weren't too... They weren't too disappointed. But of all the three nights, that was our meh. So I actually really liked the food in Arendelle, but I had different dishes than what you guys chose. I I can't remember what the dish was that we had. Well, I know we had the scallop appetizer, which is freaking awesome. But then I can't remember the uh, um, the main dish. Oh, I had like a sweet. It was like a Swedish meatball type dish that was actually really, really good. Oh, everything at Lingaberry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I do think that the placement where you're seated in that venue can really affect whether or not you enjoy the show and whether or not you can hear and see what's going on. And that is a really unfortunate thing. I think that's a, the layout of that dining room is also really everybody's really tightly packed in like sardines because yes. of the stage. So it's it's not as enjoyable of an experience if you don't get a great seat and it, you know that's it sounds like you had a sort of a combination of of things that sort of went awry there what what were your impressions of 1923 i i really enjoyed it i loved the the decor of all the little drawings and just the, the little art deco kind of yeah. yeah the art deco and just kind of the sneak peek of how they came up with certain things, whether it be drawings mm-hmm. or storyboards or props or anything like that. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I thought the spacing was better. We were more comfortable in our in our table. I'm laughing because of all the places, our youngest, Max, this, he was excited for dinner there. He kept talking about it. We're going to 1923, but we're going to the Roy side. Okay. Oh, yes. He was obsessed with we having dinner there. Walt side. I know, no. Walt, we did for breakfast. That was fine. But yeah. I want to go to Roy for dinner. Okay, buddy. And I asked him, I said, well, why? He goes, it's fancy. I like it because it's fancy. (laughs) He felt so grown up. And I think they enjoyed being a little more private too. you know, having your own table. It felt more like a real restaurant to them than Mm -hmm. a dining experience. I think that's kind of what he was trying to hone in on. Mm -hmm. But I loved it. And the food was amazing and it was comfortable. And we hit that for breakfast every day too. So. Oh, nice. We did. I know you said you went to Marceline on embarkation day for lunch. I imagine you may have gone there for lunch other times as well, but I'd love to hear your sort of overall impressions of Marceline and then also got to talk about the pool deck food. So Marceline, I enjoyed. We sat outside. So that back aft deck, which is great. Um, We sat outside before we did. Um, departed and it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Sun was shining. The nice boys cool. could see um, the uh, the NASA buildings from there. They're like, "Look, it's NASA!" So they they were thrilled to sit outside and be on the cruise ship, seeing NASA and just a little bit of everything. And then, yeah, day two. Did we do lunch? We did the pool deck for that one yeah, because the boys had come up from kids club That's with. Right. Hungry tummies that we tried to fill at breakfast. <laughs> it's a whole other conversation. <laughs> and they got their ice cream because who doesn't love getting ice cream in the middle of the yeah. morning? And, you know, we're like, well, like, get a real lunch before you go down. No, we're good on ice cream and snacks. That's fine. Okay. So they did that. And then we came back up and we tried the, the barbecue. We did the brisket and the ribs mm-hmm. and the yes. all the other stuff, which was okay. It was. I, the brisket for me was a little rubbery, but maybe it was just that. Um, like that, that day. section yeah. of day. Yeah, kind of thing. Been. And you have to understand, Dave is like a connoisseur <laughs> when it comes oh, to barbecue. He will tell so, you if it's Kansas City, oh, if it's St. Oh, Louis, if it's, you know, North Carolina, if it's Memphis. I, I, I work in sports television, so I've gotten to go cover like football games in Texas. And Texas ah. barbecue is just a whole nother animal. So I've been but spoiled in that, in that regard, but it was still <laughs> good. Don't get me wrong. I, I absolutely... If you're listening to this, 
go to the pool deck, go get some barbecue and enjoy it. It's good. You won't You'll be, be wrong disappointed. To enjoy it. Yeah. I wish we'd gone up there. There were times we went up there after dinner. Just I wanted the boys to see the deck and to see what the ocean looks like. And, you know, when there's nothing else around you, like you just look out into the void. But to have a chance to see some of that and check out the stars and whatnot. And we'd walk past all the food places, which were fairly empty at that hour. And I so badly wanted to try all of them when it was empty, but I had no room. I was very conflicted. I was like, maybe if I just take some with me, I'll just store it up in our room and I'll just eat it as I go. Because <laughs> I really wanted to try the the cantina and I didn't have a chance. And there was something else too, but sadly we didn't make it. But we at least got ice cream and barbecue. And I got to try, I think I probably was the one who ate the most on this ship out of our family here. I tried more places, I think, than the rest of you guys. <laughs> I'm kicking myself for not trying as much as I should have. So that's right? definitely a bad uh, time management on my part for lack of I made it choices. to Joy's You did sweet. So I got a scoop of ice cream there. I had to try yeah. that one. And then I made it to the coffee, the coffee bar area. Oh, the wishing star. The wishing star. And I, so I got to make sure I got some stuff there as well. And I pretty much just left you guys all in my wake. We could keep going here for a long time talking about the winter. <laughs> There's so much to cover from the very maritime oh aspect, the first time sailing aspect, so much to cover. Uh, but maybe just let me sort of wrap us up in the terms of the cruise with this question, which is, will you be back? And if you're going back, are you going to look at the wish or are you going to look at trying one of the other ships? Well, we did do the placeholder. So it took advantage of that. So we, of have course two years, did. we have two years to figure it out. No brainer. Uh, so I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to put the placeholder down. Kristen's just kind of like, okay. <laughs> yes, going back for sure. I think we'll do a different ship just to have that experience because mm-hmm. the wish is only doing three and four night. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about maybe we do a five night or, you know, a six just to have that extra couple days to get more in that we didn't get to on this one, whether it be adult dining or a different port excursion, that kind of thing. I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous because we started with the wish. <laughs> yeah. And I, I can adjust because I'm an adult and I will make myself happy no matter where I land. My children mm-hmm. though, especially Max, it's the kids Max club, wants yeah. to go to that kids club. Like oh, we could drop him off with the wish and then we can take something else. That would be fine. <laughs> but I don't know that they'll let us go on a different ship. We'll have to see, but definitely we would love to return to the wish. Again, Max is already asking about the treasure mm-hmm. and he actually asked me the other day, <laughs> he said, when are we going again? And I said, okay, well, well, you know, if I had a billion dollars in my pocket, buddy, I'd bring you at the next available time. And he goes, well, then yeah. when would that be? I said, probably spring break in March. And so he took a beat and he said, could you maybe look up what's available over spring break in March? Just in case, mom, <laughs> just in case. He Aww. regularly asks us, what kind of seven day cruises do they have? Yeah. What kind of? So we have a little new obsessor in our house as well. So he is he is a Disney Cruise Line fan for life and he's only five. So we're in real trouble. <laughs> It's just a matter of nice. which one to take then. Yeah. Right. Start saving nice. your pennies. Yep. <laughs> I think we have reached that point in our show where I need to hand you over to Sam for some arbitrary rules, a dash of arbitrary judgment, and a bunch of arbitrary questions, or the segment we like to call rapid fire. So Sam, you want to take it away? Absolutely. All right. Dave and Kristen, I'm going to ask you some general Disney favorites, and then I'm going to ask you your favorites on the Disney Wish since this was your first and only Disney cruise. So we'll start with who is your favorite Disney or Pixar character? And Dave, we're going to start with you. I would probably go with Goofy. Nice. What about you, Kristen? Rapunzel. Awesome. So you must have really loved the wish then because she's on the back of the ship. I did. And we saw her at the balcony. I never got to meet her, but my son somehow managed to wiggle out of our grasp and meet her. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> and at the park too. He saw her. And at the park. Places. I don't know how he keeps awesome. doing this. All right. Favorite Disney or Pixar movie. Kristen, this time we're going to start with you. Oh, it's always Monster Sync for me. Oh. oh, love it. What about you, Dave? As a kid, it was Black Cauldron. Mm. That's not Pixar. Listen to the rules. No, no. Disney or Pixar. Disney or Pixar. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Which means you Uh, can actually choose a Star Wars movie too, because anything that Disney owns. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah, that's true. If I could do that, then absolutely Rogue One. (laughs) Oh, I love Rogue One. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite too. Not my favorite Disney movie, but my favorite Star Wars movie. Let me just clarify there. True. All right. Favorite Disney song. The Fantasmic soundtrack. You know how many people answer with that? It's like such a good, it is such a good soundtrack for sure. I love it. Yeah. That's my, it's my favorite show. He is. He's Disneyland a, is better than Disney World, but. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. People die right. on that hill. No problem. <laughs> Absolutely. Kristen, your, your favorite song? 
I'm still stuck in Little Mermaid. It's got to be part of your world. Oh, yes. Uh, we got to see Jodie Benson Jody sing Benson, that live. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my God. She's just incredible. Now we're going to go on to The Wish and find out what was your favorite rotational dining restaurant? Kristen, we'll start with you. 1923, because it's fancy, as Max says. <laughs> Max says, I love it. What about you, Dave? I would be, oh, 1923 as well. Oh, both of you yeah. like the fancy. All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm thinking you might have to try Apollo or Remy or Enchante at some yes. point then, if you like fancy. If we must. <laughs> if we must. All right. Your favorite Disney Cruise stage show from The Wish. We'll start with Kristen. Oh, hands down. It was The Little Mermaid. And not just because I like the movie or the music. The person who played Ursula was phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. I don't know why she's on that ship and not somewhere else. So amazing. I think she's the the Broadway visiting artist. So that role on The Wish, I believe, is usually someone who has either been on Broadway or done a national tour and they are on for uh, just a three or four month contract. And they are they do usually a Broadway visiting artist presentation in one of the lounges as well. So Ooh, that mystery solved. That has to be her. Yeah. So so that I, it's usually Ursula or there's one other role, a male role. I can't remember what it is on the on The Wish. All right, Dave, what is your favorite stage show? I kind of like Seize the Adventure. It was tough nice. because I loved the genie in Aladdin. Oh but, my gosh, he was so good. But I think for overall show, I kind of like Seize the Adventure with the mix of everything in that show. Yeah, really cool scene changes, I would mm -hmm. say, and, and sets in that one as yes. well. So, All right, your favorite, I'm going to call it a bar space on board. And I know you were with the kids a lot of the time, so you might not have gotten to check out all of them. But of the ones that you got to check out, what did you like, Dave? I like the hyperspace lounge. I thought the theming could be more, but I liked mm -hmm. it. As far as like a drink, I think I would have to go with the old fashioned from Hook's Barbecue. Oh, yeah. Brian loves that. Place oh, my gosh. Too. I should have gone back more and more. It was yeah. delicious. It was. The bar has been set. Like every time we've had one since, well, it's not Hook's Barbary, but <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. What about I did you, taste Chris? it. It was good. Um, I, I did like Star Wars. I liked the Hyperspace Lounge. I thought that was cool. The kids kept pressing the buttons on the doors. I thought we were going to get kicked out. But besides <laughs> that, I liked the scenery and I loved the service. And the menu was a really interesting selection. I regret not going across the hall to... Uh, the, was it the Bayou? The Bayou one that looked really cool. But I think every time yeah. we tried to go past either, you know, we were going somewhere else or it was closed off for a wedding or something. Nightingales looked good. We just never it did. had a chance to get there. Favorite space on the ship other than the bars that you all mentioned? Kristen, we'll start with you. Rainforest room. Yeah. Love it. What about you, For Dave? Sure. Mm, I think I will have to go rainforest. You sure it wasn't the elevators? No. no. <laughs> Although watching people bump into those buttons was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. The elevators. Um, but yeah, I... Yeah, I'd have to go rainforest as well. All right. Favorite onboard activity. Dave, we'll start with you. I enjoyed bingo, although I kind of wish we had done the incredible course because we yeah. saw it in action, but we didn't have socks. We had sandals, <laughs> mm. so we couldn't do it. We're kids. It would have just been us. I uh, know. Yeah, it would have been us. <laughs> I love it. I so love it. I think the Incredibles course was awesome. We just didn't get a chance to do it. Kristen, what about you? Um, I think from a, a family perspective, I'll try and do it that way. From a family perspective, I really love the pirates, pirate party, party. the pirate jamboree. Yeah. And then I, I oh, yeah. between that and maybe like the cast off party that we did too. The boys had so much fun and dancing and they really got into it. And I just, I was overjoyed just watching everything happen. All right. So my final question, this is the same question I ask in every rapid fire that I do. Bucket list cruise. If you could go anywhere in the world on a Disney cruise ship, doesn't even have to be someplace that Disney Cruise currently sails, where where would you go, Kristen? I would pick somewhere closer between either Bali or Fiji. Ooh, love it. What about you, Dave? I would probably probably go with Japan. Yes, Tokyo Disney Sea. Ooh, cool. I didn't even think about Tokyo Disney. That's a bonus. Oh my god. Perfect. Of <laughs> Done. Yes, absolutely. Done. I'm in. Perfect. Well, thank you guys for playing. Uh, you didn't get too much judgment because you had all the right answers. So nice. congratulations. You have <laughs> one rapid fire. Yes. Yes. So for future guests, there is your roadmap to judgment. <laughs> Although then we will just have homogeneity of answers. So, <laughs> well, we're going to take a minute because we're joined by a very special guest, Simon. 
Welcome to the show, Simon. Simon, how old are you? Can you tell our listeners out there how old you are? Um, eight and a half. Eight awesome. and a half. All right. So pretty close to Nathan's age, actually. Uh, I think I'm going to let Sam, my uh, my lovely co-host, ask you a few questions about your crew so we can get your opinions on. Does that sound good? Yeah. Hi, Simon. I would love to hear what your favorite thing about the Disney Wish Kids Club was. It was awesome. There was like a Star Wars room with all of the Star Wars animals, like a loath cat, a pork. Oh, yeah. And the loath cat like had a little stuffed animal pork and it was like really cute. Oh, I love that. I love that. Did you play the game? I know there's a I'm going to yeah, call it an I augmented. Re- yeah. So there's yeah, an you, augmented so reality. You had to game. like like find the animal footprints. Then you had to like um, tap that like creature and then it like gives you the data of that to make sure it's it's on that ship awesome and i know you get to do that with an ipad as you're sort of well yeah. what i don't know if it's an ipad but it's some kind of tablet that you carry around in that room is that right right awesome that's so much fun did you go to the kids club a lot while you were on the disney wish um not really yeah it sounds like your brother went to the kids club even a little bit more than you did is that right Right. And you went to a bunch of shows. Am I right about that? You're right. Tell me, what what was your favorite show and why? Um, I really liked Aladdin because they had like the like big screen, a big screen, the wall for like where they put the Aladdin uh, word on it. And the Aladdin word, when they, they actually like put sounds on it, and it was actually a projector going onto that wall that could make a like the wall make a like little screen because the people like didn't know and then there were like sounds on it or like that actually like put like sand so it kind of made like the Aladdin um word was um made out of sand because it blew sand off it. Oh, like when cool. he jumped into the yeah the mouth. Right. When he jumped into the cave of wonders. Ah, or when he jumped so they, out of the window. Gotcha. So it's sort of the special effects that were on the screen in addition to what's going on on the stage. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Hey, Simon, can I ask you the kids club? Did, was it uh, was it fun when you were in there or what would have made it more fun? Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. I love it. What was your favorite food that you ate on the ship? I would say the cheeseburger. Oh, the cheeseburger. Did you have that for dinner every night? That's what I was hearing from your parents. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can you tell me what shape was your ketchup in? A Mickey. <laughs> Did you think that was really cool when your waiter came by and made you a Mickey ketchup? Yeah. I was thinking of the Walt room. And then there was a waiter that came by and he did magic stuff. Ooh, that's yeah. really fun. That's right. Yeah. I love it when the waiters do. like a rubber ducky squeak. (laughs) Oh, that's really fun. I love it when the waiters do magic tricks for us and and for our son, Nathan, who is nine. Um, It sounds like you had a really fantastic time on The Wish. What was your favorite part of the trip? I would say Castaway K. Ooh, what did you like about Castaway K? I really liked just swimming in the ocean. When my mom and me just went in the inner tubes and then we just floated around. And then I tried to sand the fish with like sand bombs. (laughs) I hear you weren't a big fan of the stingrays. Am I right about that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm not a big fan of the stingrays either. I mean, they didn't have stingers. Right. Now, are you are you wanting to get on another Disney cruise? Yeah, I'm open to go on the treasure. Oh, I was good. That's exactly what I was going to ask you if you wanted to go back on the wish or you wanted to go on another ship. But you are you're hoping to get on the newest ship that comes out next year. Oh, and also we watched the um, making of the Disney wish, too. Oh, you watched the show on on Disney Plus or no, actually, maybe on TV. I can't remember. Um, Yeah, on Disney Plus. It was on the. National Geographic Channel. Yep. Ah, that's right. It was on TV over, over Christmas. Yeah, we we missed mm-hmm. it because we were actually on the ship and we forgot to set our DVR. But I think it's, I, I hope it's available on Disney Plus. Yeah. 
Awesome. Well, I'm very excited to hear that you had such a great time on the wish. I'm I'm excited to hear that you want to go on the treasure. We really want to go on the treasure as well. And our son, Nathan, really wants to go on the treasure because he loves the kids club on on the wish. And I'm sure that the kids club on the treasure is going to be uh, similar. And like the first part when we, I like the first part where we got on, like when they announced our name, like our last name, where they went like, Disney Wish, welcome aboard the whatever family. Oh, yeah. That's such a fun way to start the cruise. It's just, yeah, it makes it really personal. Do you like meeting characters? Oh, yeah. Who was your favorite character to meet? I would say Donald. Oh, yeah. He's number one, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Well, thanks for joining us on the show, Simon. We really enjoy having you on, and we've really loved having your parents on. So thanks so much. You're welcome. Dave, Kristen, and Simon. Really great having you all on the show today to share your amazing cruise on The Wish. And uh, we'd love to have you back when you sail in the future. But uh, thanks for now for taking the time out of your weekend to chat with us. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having us. And yes. Thanks thank for you so much. putting out the podcast. It's a great knowledge base of information. Well, a big thank you to all of you out there for listening this week. We really, really appreciate it. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. We'd also love it if you'd head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. If you hit those five stars, that's great. If you leave us a written review along with a five-star review, we will be sure to read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you're hovering over anything less than five stars, we really want you to reach out to us so we can take your feedback. Best way to do that, head to dclduo.com to find all the ways to connect with us. It links to our podcast, our vlog, our blog, has all the ways you can connect with us on social media, has our Etsy store where you can find our fun beach bags and magnets that we designed as enthusiasts of each of the Disney Cruise Line ships, has a link off to our Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, we really truly appreciate each and every one of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month, has a link off to our show sponsor, My Path Unwinding, where you can get more information about booking a fabulous vacation, which also really helps to support our show. All the things are there, including a way you can sign up to be a guest on the show if you'd like to share your Disney Cruise Line experience. Most importantly, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com if you'd like to connect with us, or you can call our voicemail line if you'd like to leave us a message. We love to include the voices of our listeners in our show. Just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. And that will head straight to our Google Voice voicemail line. The DCL Duo podcast is not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent or the great folks over at My Path Unwinding Travel. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. <laughs>